0: Sure. Anybody new here? Yeah.
1: Yes, um, no. We know Donna. I saw a Donna that I didn't
0: recognize. She's still here. Uh, there's Dina. 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 Yeah. Dina, and there's Amina, oh. and a, uh, there's iPad three. She's back. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's Cecile. Yeah, she's got iPad 1 at a, a kumbaya meeting, iPad 2, and then iPad 3. We're going to be iPad 1, I know. it. Just keep listening. We got Art, Art from Dallas, I think. Where are you now, Art? You're in somewhere. Oh, yeah, you're in Santa Fe. Yes? Santa a little, Fe? A little south of there, yeah. A little south of it, all right. And there's Sanda from, she's smack in the, uh, in the continent of India there or the this country. And we got Tanya, Tanya. Yes. We got Alan. Alan's getting strapped in. He's ready to go. All right. Well, most people have been here. I saw Alex and I think it's Sarah there standing. There she is. Nice to see you. Yeah. And, um, The message is simple, uh, rooted in the fact of being ourselves reality. See, if we're speaking from non-duality, the fact of non-duality is being ourselves reality. Yeah. So obviously it's very difficult to align how we feel all day and how we react and how we take ourselves to be what would be deemed reality, yes? So it's a pretty huge contrast. So in a sense, one's got to go. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and it ain't reality, let's put it that way. <laughs> Oops, sorry, not and it doesn't even go, it doesn't have to, it never really came, it's just an activity. Sort of like, uh, it's just an activity. It's sort of synonymous with the body. Uh, The brain interprets everything to the body. The memories are of a body. And actually a lot of people's dreaming at night are of bodies, yes? So the body orientation is the primary uh, habit, so to speak. And it's such a habit that it's just assumed to be so. So um, a lot of people in spirituality usually run into, the main problem is body identification. So then they set out to chant that they're not a body all day, but they don't realize that the body is being claimed to be the one that's chanting it's not a body. So you learn quickly, maybe hopefully after a few days, that's not working. So, you see from the fact being ourselves reality and you see the assumed fact in stark contrast and the assumed fact is something that comes after the spark of living let's say the spark of living is consciousness coming into contact with what's being dreamt or the dreaming through those five gates, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. And then in Buddhism, they think there's a sixth gate, which is the mind, the brain, let's say, noticing thoughts, yeah? So those six gates are uh, are the contact, yeah? Now, something comes after that contact, and when it comes after, it implies that it's before. So obviously, Believing what comes after is a is a denial of what was what is before. Yeah. This is the dilemma. Like in the Course in Miracles, they say that firm in faith that we are this something else that we've made up, uh, we're in the act of denial of what we are. Now most people wouldn't feel like I'm actively denying what I am right now when they're eating some food or something. They may be I'm not in the act of denying what what I am, but in fact, that's what's going on. By the obsession with self, that can trigger an act of denying what you are. Yet, the great gift and the great joy and the great uh, disarming quality of the message of non-duality is being ourselves reality, yeah? It's such a beautiful sense. And from where we stand, from what we're not, we can't understand that, we can't grok it, we can't experience it, we can't know it. So the futility of trying to figure something out that you can't figure out is really an incredible moment, yeah, where you just, you're left with your own devices and you finally see they're not your devices. So the knowing that we feel is knowing is way after being, yes, in a way, yeah. And that knowing can't know being, it can't understand being, it can't study being, it can't experience being because it is being, yes? So that which is representing representing all of those devices of knowing and understanding and experiencing and grokking and all like that, that one that represents all those devices cannot arrive at where it already is. It's just that simple. So in a way there's, it's like a crash, a radical, like a rude awakening or you get disillusioned. And then like, after it's like getting knocked out. And then when you come to, you see things differently. Yeah. (laughs) The, The fight's called off, you know, the corner men don't come out and revive you you're just gone and then something continues yes and uh that knockout while you are out there's been there's a shift of interest and attention and now there's more interest and attention on what we are than what we're not basically yeah and that's the defy that's the deciding factor it can only it can be maybe 50 50 but that's more than enough it's just it tips the scales and then more and more you realize what you're not and more and more all these understandings and the way you go about things and time and all this stuff that was taken to be so true taken granted to be so true uh come under stark contrast from what we are and you see Basically, all the understandings I've ever seemingly we had were misunderstandings based on the idea that I had them, yeah? So I found the greatest value in satsang is to hear the warnings of how that failed system will regroup and re-engage and reassert itself. And also that it has nothing to do with volition. You're not choosing to be doing that, yeah? It's mechanical, yes? So if you, in a way, if there's a relief of you, the last thing that's gonna really get that is the programming, yeah? So you're gonna have the story of Paul as an action figure, but instead of devotedly listening to it, there's a hearing of it, as if it's a radio in the other room, yeah? And you've realized my interest in it being a radio in the other room made it even louder. So you've recognized one of the fundamental conundrums, which is I can't set out on a course to lose interest. That would be interest in me setting out on a course to lose interest, yeah? So you can't get out of that once you're in. Once you take it yourself to be in, there's a drive to get out, yeah? But the real out is before the in, yeah? The real freedom from bondage of self is before bondage. It's not after bondage yeah it's before it. basically being ourselves reality brings about all those qualities. yeah the freedom from the bondage of self is inherently innately available. Why being ourselves reality yes? There's no need to look for what we already are. why being ourselves reality yeah. Any looking for it is a blindness to it. Why? Being ourselves reality. Yeah? Basically, that's the underlying uh, stone of non-duality that everything else gets rubbed on. Yeah? And you see through a lot of shit. You thought it was solid, but it isn't solid when it comes up against this presentation, this directive, this invitation. So non-duality, like we talked about earlier, you don't, there isn't like Buddhism and non-Buddhism. There isn't like non-Judaism and Judaism. There isn't, I'm a non-Catholic practicing non-Catholicism. And then there's Catholics practicing Catholicism. Yeah. But there is something called non-duality. Why is that? Yeah. Because it's not denying one thing. It's denying both aspects yes it's denying the subject and the object it's not just denying the object it's denying both it's a negation of the whole way the dream unfolds as we the dreaming continue yes it's negating that it's not saying all right catholicism and non catholic no it's negating yes subject object it's negating this and that it's negating Awake, not awake. It's negating clarity, non-clarity. It's negating all that. It's basically saying there's only one fact, and it's not of two, yeah? It may appear as two, but it's not of two. So the best way to arrive at where you already are is realize you, never, you never left. And how can you realize you never left? You realize you're not that which believes it's left. Yeah. That's it. That's the key. You don't question, did it leave or didn't it leave? You just question, is there anyone to freaking care, basically? Yeah. (laughs) Literally, you just lose interest in that little ping pong match. Yeah. And then your attention and interest goes other places. And I found that it's quite enriching. Yeah, when it's freed from that directive of constantly reinforcing this assumed fact, uh, the interest and intention can really enrich one's life. When now, where here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, see I meet a lot of alcoholics and drug addicts who tell me it's definitely over and then they call me up after they're drunk so let's get over stating it's over yeah (laughs) just uh yeah (laughs) let's not make a vow that we can't keep yeah just sort of is it over now is good enough yeah (laughs) This is the final over. And then three months later, they call me from jail. Oh, I thought that was the final over. It re-overed once again. Yeah, it's just basically have a sober assessment concerning the action figure. Is Is it over its head, basically? It is. Can it take the mantle of being the center of the universe? No, it can't wear that well. Is it, is it worthy to be thought about all day? No, it doesn't do well with that either. Yes? Is it is it nice to put the blame on everything on it? No, it doesn't. It, it starts cringing, you know? It's It lives in a sort of contracted state as if it's going to be punished at any moment, yeah? Uh, how does it do the best? Is when those all of those preconceived fucking perfecting ideas Ideas are lifted off of it, yeah? And then it can just be a Toyota and a fucking pretty good one at that, yeah? You know, there was some people I knew, they would go out in recovery and get loaded. And then I would meet them the first few times and they'd go off on explaining me how it happened and I know exactly why and everything like that. And then I realized after the third time, that phase that seemed to be after the active problem arose was part of the fucking problem. They just talked, they just talked about something as if they knew how to control it or somehow. And then after like the fourth time I said, I don't want to talk to you about alcoholism. Yeah. I want to talk to you about going to the next meeting. That's why I wanna talk to you about. I don't, I don't wanna talk because it's part of the problem now. Yes, you see? Same thing with non-duality, same thing with the word enlightenment. When that which we're not claims the word enlightenment, yeah, it uses it to cause more fucking disease and irritability and restlessness and picks, and then it has the most, the greatest fucking perfection whipping stick, and then you get whipped, yes when the whole meaning of the word on one level says it's the cessation of all suffering. Yet, how what we're not entertains it promotes suffering. Isn't that fucking ironic? Yeah. And also, you would think awakening seems everyone pretty much, it's a given that awakening has just positive qualities, yes? I mean, who wouldn't want to be awake? Yet, the idea of awakening has driven people freaking crazy it's driven them to sit up for 13 hours watching non-duality videos yeah instead of getting a good night's rest i can hear their kids asking for help and no no you know i gotta i gotta i'm gonna get it tonight no you're not you're not gonna get it tonight or any other night yeah you're not gonna extend your reach so you can grab it it ain't that it's not like a fruit hanging off of a tree yeah yeah you are that, yeah? So all the effort and thought to get it is part of a denial of that fact as an activity. It's an active denial, meaning it's an activity, yeah? It's an activity of denying what we are while, through the looking for it, yes? Now, I can see that that could be very valuable because the looking for it's going to fail you and after years of beating yourself up for not being a good enough meditator or something else maybe one day between the whipping stick hitting there'll be a reckoning you'll see something yeah and then all of that failure will have had value but all of us here have heard the message yeah we must have, have come to some kind of rudimentary understanding that basically any movement of mine is in a sense a denial of I'm already here, yes? Or no? Now, again, when there's a recognition and there's relief, then all the movements that happen don't have much meaning at all, yeah? They're not going to any desired end, so to speak. You're just living in a way, yeah? You, take, you have a seed assignment and you're fulfilling it or not fulfilling it, yeah? yeah. Hmm. So the first movement of the mental activity is to claim, What consciousness, let's call it consciousness, let's say awakeness, what awakeness allows it to contact, it claims, yes? And even awakeness, it claims, and it implies that you're the one who's awake, yeah? You're the one who's the doer, you're the one who's the thinker. Once that's established, it just repeats it over and over again. So basically, it knows there's going to be a whole lot of doing going through this body, there's going to be a whole lot of seeing, is going to be a whole lot of hearing. So what better way to remember myself by claiming to be the seer, the hearer, and the doer? So every time there's a doing, there'll be, that bell of doer will ring, yes? Every time they're seeing, the bell of seer will ring, yes? And that ringing will override almost any other message, basically, because you're getting it gonging all day, yeah? Every action, there's an implicit undertone to it that you're the doer of it yes all the thoughts somehow have come to come under your like uh lock and key they're your thoughts and all the feelings noticed or unnoticed are basically compiled as I'm the feeler yeah I mean if there wasn't something there and they had a and it had to appear to be there through t- to a lot of suggestion, you couldn't do any better than claiming what's actually happening to imply what's not happening. You couldn't have had a better strategy, yeah? Because you can't start out as the doer. It's it's arrived at through the claiming of the doing, yeah? Because there is no doer. There never was a doer. There's never gonna be a doer. doer. As supposedly, Lord Buddha said, events happen, deeds are done, but there's no individual doer thereof. Yeah? It doesn't, it's not, it wasn't set on a calendar. Events, July 28, 2021, from this point on, any event and any deed, there was no doer of. No, it was an observation of a fact. No matter how many events or how little events, no matter how many deeds or how few deeds, there's never been an individual doer thereof. There you go. See, the back door of most spiritual activities is the front door of non-duality we're starting at the point that we have already arrived, yeah? We're not in a process of arriving anywhere. We're negating or questioning that whole idea that we're somewhere else and we've got to get to LA, all the while being in LA, yeah? And the funny thing is, in time, the head gets more invested in the story to the point it never wanna let that story go. Yeah. We had the old story about the pooper scooper in recovery, which is, uh, I'll try to give you the shorter version, but this guy has a beautiful, beautiful yard and he, a lot of his life is based on it. And some of his finances, he rents it out for weddings and shit like that and lawn bowling contests so one day. And he loves to run around the grass in the morning in the morning dew with no shoes and he jumps off this one day and he lands on some shit. Yes. So he gets back off onto the porch, cleans his feet and that never, um, then he wears shoes from now on. Yeah. Then he keeps walking around and he's, there's a lot of shit and it's starting to really smell. So he cancels the Friday uh, wedding that he was going to have. And then suddenly he goes out uh, like six at night and there's more shit. So he gets really bummed out and he goes back in his house and he just pulls down the blinds and he decides to watch like, you know, bluegrass commercials or the Kentucky Derby and shit. And he starts yearning for how it was with his lawn. And he starts bitching about it to people and other people agree. They're bitching about their lawn and they can't use it anymore. There's way too much shit in it. So then he decides, he sees an ad in the, on the internet about a pooper scooper. And he figures if I get pretty good at picking up this poop, at least I'll get maybe a three by seven foot piece of land for a little while free of shit. So he starts doing it and he shares at these meetings and the other people start buying pooper scoopers. And he says, listen, I got the best pooper scoopers by mine. And now he's using two at a time. He makes YouTube tutorials. He becomes a circus speaker. He's got a leather jacket with Mr. Pooper Scooper. There's a lot of investment in his solution to the shit. Yeah, a lot. And he's got a lot of respect and pride, people looking up to him, getting his book autographed and shit. Scoop no more. (laughs) Whatever. And then so suddenly somebody comes in and says, hey, I heard, heard you had a problem. He goes, no, no, no. I'm a master of the solution. I can pick up shit faster than anyone else. So the guy goes, okay, well, if you're interested, just get rid of the dog, you know? I mean, that's where the shit's coming from. Get rid of the dog, you won't have any shit. So you think you would be really keen on that solution, but there's a huge investment in his solution, yeah? It's his whole life is based on it. All his friends he met at the Poopa Scoopa meetings and shit like that. So there's a hesitancy for the solution, yes? Coming from the mental state, like Anu shared about the other day and other people, yeah? Something resonates, and then there's another aspect that's fucking thinking it's Armageddon. Yes? Well, this is the thing. Yeah? The system will do almost anything to keep reinforcing the system. Yeah? And it doesn't come into stark contrast. You can practice Buddhism and never get to this idea. Because I did, really. You'll maybe get to non self, but you'll be thinking it's the ego or something, all the while you as what you're not is completely intact going through buddhist retreats fucking ceremonies shit like that it never gets touched yeah but then you run into non-duality and it brings all that's conveniently hiding into stark contrast yeah and you really get to see what you're not you do you see the activity that presupposes itself the activity takes time and then it presupposes itself to be before time. Yes. It's the it's the it's the whole ingredient of the magic trick. Yeah? That which comes after is implied to be before. What other shit happens like that? Very few things, but the production of the idea of you comes after. It takes time. Yeah? Yet it implies that it's before. And therefore, we have a fake before, and now the real before may, be, may come, become a goal to the fake before. And we'll hunt and search for the, for the before as if it's after, you see? All the while being the before. The head will make the before after and look for it. Yeah? How's that going to work? Then non-duality's heard, and suddenly you're before the presupposed before, yeah? And you see the activity that's doing all the heavy lifting, so to speak. This claiming and this production of a sense of you as the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the taster, and the constant reinforcement of it, and all of the memories of you as a body, and all of the future worries of you as a body, yeah? And you get to see... It's all much ado about nothing, really. Yeah? It's tons of huffing and puffing. But it doesn't say you're becoming self. It says you already are one. Yeah? And suddenly, all these possibilities shrivel up to one, which is, I better get out of this fucking thing. Yeah? So I'm going to shoot dope. I'm going to do whatever I can. Even if it's, I know I'm going to have tons of consequences. I'll do anything to get a little bit of freedom from this right now yeah that's an incredible level of slavery with no slave master <laughs> we play the whole we play the whole plantation wow so here we are yeah there you go Does that mean you're ready for questions? That's, that means, well, I'm never ready for questions. Yeah, yeah. does that mean you've uh, tied it up? Questions.
1: Anybody want to raise their blue hands?
2: Mm, thank you. Hi, Gio. Hi, Gio. Hi there. Oh, I just uh, want to share something that we never arrive at something that is, oh, yeah, certainly this is it. I have no more questions. I have no more doubts. It's sort of almost like the opposite. We arrive at a big question mark us, you know, we know nothing, and not, it's a big question mark, and not an arrival to certainty, yeah, I think that's all I want to say.
0: Well, my feeling is uh, if we don't have another question, I believe there is a certainty actually. You can, there is uh, a certainty that I would capture as the last answer in a way. You can be certain about a failure of a failed system. You can. Yeah. You can recognize the futility completely of using what you are to look for it. You can definitely. There's certainties there. The living from that certainty is a question mark. The real uh, certainty here is uncertainty, but there is a certainty before all of it. Yes in my that's how it seems with me
2: yeah yeah no i wouldn't deny certainty just that i i wouldn't deny both certainty and the big question mark because we it's
0: yes well the big <laughs> question mark uh stands in and of itself it's not like an opposite or a or a contrast certainty. There's just not knowing is the is the true knowledge, definitely, for sure. Yes. But certainty about uh <laughs> there's a lot of certainty, yeah. Available. Yeah,
2: it's it's a question mark that does not demand an answer. It does not ask for, a da- for an answer.
0: Yes. Answer.
2: Yes.
0: Uh, and uh, the mental state has an imperative to know. Even if it's wrong, it doesn't matter. It wants to know, which is the antithesis of, of the fact here. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's in Zen. The highest form of mind is I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. That's always chanting. My friend is a Zen swordmaster and from Korea, and that's always says, "Don't know, don't know." So yeah, yes. But that "don't know" has a lot of, lot of, a lot of power, based on a lot of certainty under, underneath it. Yes,
2: yeah. it's almost like the original question mark
0: yeah. well yeah well if you're not interested in 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 knowledge then basically yeah you're not looking for a period or an, or an exclamation point you're basically guided by the question mark yes for sure yeah See, there's never, you never wanted to know, there was a wanting to know that was claimed to imply you. Yeah. The the bondage of self isn't self bonded to something, it's the claiming of something and then implying a self. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like driving in Australia and driving in America. Yeah australia all you need to do is remember stay left because you're on the left side of the road that in america you're on the right side of so in a way that's how it goes the idea of self trying not to have knowledge is completely backwards there's maybe a statement trying to want trying to have knowledge and that is used to claim there's a self yeah if you could just see that like just to have the clarity of the beginning and end of these activities instead of having the end as the beginning yeah it would allow uh, more relaxation in the uncertainty so to speak yes yeah Which comes first, the chicken or the egg, yeah? Which comes first, the doer or the doing? Which comes first, the doer or the doing? Which comes first, the seeing or the seer? Yeah, There's an assumption that if the seeing stopped, there'd still be a seer, but that's, that's not true. There's never been a seer. Yeah? yeah. So these simple shifting what was after from the before position, you get introduced to a different kind of logic, yeah? You see like in AA, we have a statement, uh, you have it by giving it away. And when I came in AA, I had been dealing coke for many, many years, and we didn't. A coke dealer doesn't live by that statement. He's not. Ha- he doesn't have the coke by giving it away. <laughs> he's he's trying to keep it away from you and sell it. So, this is sort of what happens when you get introduced to, uh, let's say, an aspect of mind. Yeah, it's quite contrary to the mental logic uh, you know the mental logic is you know the emperor's seen without any clothes basically yeah and then all these these uh rude awakenings may end up with a, a very very being convinced of of uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Of the great wisdom of no escape. (laughs) You just realize you you can't get out of what you're not in. It's just impossible. Yeah. (laughs) So I have a lot of people call me and they're talking as if they got out of what they're not in. (laughs) It doesn't last long until I get another call and they're really fucking in. (laughs) yeah so it's not a giant uh, rose day parade to realize you've never been in maybe they throw a parade if you finally got out but there's no parade for realizing you've never been in but there's something that's really a nice quality which is a stability from that point of uh, i've never been in <laughs> because it, with the belief that you finally escaped you're going to believe that you can unescape and then there's going to be need for more escapes and it's going to go boom 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 yeah, yeah.
2: that goes on the whole day long yeah
0: yes yeah, so but the realizing you're not in doesn't have an op- opposite, yeah, it doesn't go into that house of mirrors, of in and out, yeah, it's, you're not in, yeah, yeah, that's all, <laughs> it's a flat negation, and it's not a two-sided negation, yeah, it's just, you're not in, <laughs> we're not talking about out, if it's good or bad, you're not in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> have a debate about that (laughs) it'll be very short well my whole premise about getting out is based on i'm in exactly i'm i'm saying we're not in So, so yeah there goes the logic so yeah that's what we used to always say you know how long will it take uh to get out of an imaginary place how much equipment will be necessary. (laughs) Yeah. How many times does it take you to be suddenly brought back to realize you never left yeah isn't that somewhat the trick of satsang it keeps bringing you back and then hopefully you realize well maybe I never left really (laughs) I hope after 10 20 31 800 whatever they're going to be provided but basically you haven't left as many times as you thought you've left you've never left you've always been there (laughs) <laughs> we just thought we did yeah and you know that thinking has power because we're behind it yeah especially with uh, cr- it's crowning glory called my thoughts they have they wield a lot of juice a lot of meanings given into them yeah so i'm not downplaying that when people are up the ass of self the you know at one time it may be just to get the best would be get a divine proctologist get it pulled out It may hurt, but you need to, yeah? But, you know, I'm not downplaying that exquisite suffering of the in that's demanding a huge drive to get out. I see what the head can do, yeah? I've witnessed it my own life, and I'm witnessing it through others when they call me and stuff, yes? But basically, the fact is a fact, is a fact, is a fact, is a fact, it may not be applicable as a skillful mean to an assumed fact, but it's the underlying curative. Yeah. The underlying curative is a maybe see a lot of the shit that we're engaged with is not actually happening. Yes. I mean, we are that which is giving it life. Yeah. We are the only happening. What's not happening is ever going to meet. <laughs> we what gives it life, yeah. It's just a fact, yeah. I can't, there's not, Thursday has never rushed into Wednesday, yeah. (laughs) I didn't hear a knock at 7 o'clock p.m. Wednesday by Thursday. Get the fuck out of here, I'm coming in. No, it seems like, yeah, (laughs) there is something happening that we call Wednesday, yeah. It seems like it's pretty much unmovable in a way. It's happening. Yeah. It's anchored by feeling, seeing, hearing, tasting, touching. Yeah. Look at where your feet are. There you are. Yeah. It has a pretty good anchor. You would think we, it would be difficult to get unmoored from that here and now where we got five anchors locked in. Yet, not just it's not the mental activity, it's the devotion to the mental activity that allows what's not happening to override what's happening. Yeah. There's no way in hell or heaven what's not happening could override what's happening unless what's happening was backing what's not happening, which is us. (laughs) We put a big bet on what's not happening and what's happening gets knocked out. Yeah. Seemingly. (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it would be interesting is if a therapist woke up to this idea of non-duality let's just hypothetically how would it continue its job
2: Yeah, I thought about that several times.
0: Because most then, of his job is pertaining to what's not happening.
2: Yeah. Well, they invented the transpersonal psychology, didn't they? <laughs> oh. They did. oh. <laughs> I it's don't a know. theory.
0: It's just uh yeah. Hmm. That's why I always joke about, you know, specializing in what's not happening. I'd have a, you know, I'd only have to work one day a year, pretty much. I'd have 60 people come in, each one of them thinking they were going to get an hour. They'd start bitching about what's not happening. I'd say, Mr. Smith, that's not happening. See you next week. I'd get 60 people in one day. I wouldn't have to work the rest of the year. (laughs) You can't, I swear, if you throw the dot that most of the concerns someone's seemingly completely engaged with and just guess what's not happening, you're probably gonna have a pretty high ratio of success. Yeah, you're mostly gonna hit what's not happening. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't that tell you something? With five anchors here and now, I mean, seeing, incredible, hearing, funny, pretty convincing, feeling, you know, a little bit dicier, Uh, smelling, you know, I can give you that, sort of weak, Uh, what's the other one I know, but seeing and hearing are pretty enveloping, don't you feel? Yeah? Seeing is the most, it's used the most to verify that we're separate, long-lasting, independent entities. Hearing is interesting because it's vague. You don't know where it's coming from, which is nice, yeah? I like hearing a lot. Uh, But you would feel that that would, you know, you'd, you'd be here, don't you think, wouldn't you? I mean, you're feeling your ass right now here. I'm not sitting on Saturday. I'm sitting on Wednesday, yeah? with a cushion. I'm feeling that now. Yeah. I'm seeing, I'm feeling it was hot here today. Yeah. So I'm a little in humidity, which we usually don't have. And I'm hitting a wind coming in. I'm feeling that. Yeah. It's not, it's not singing a song of Saturday, is it? The wind isn't singing. I'm from Saturday. You know, it's now it's rustling. What's here? Yes, I don't. How can we be so lost? Yeah. Can you imagine if you were pinned down to a place five ways? They had you like with like stakes, both hands, feet. And then (laughs) when someone came to see you, you'd be bitching about next week. I mean, give me a break. You'd be fucking saying, release me now. Yeah. Pull this stake out of my hand. But in a way, isn't that the case? Like the Course says, you know, we're firm in faith in this something else that we've made to be ourselves. Yeah. Faith is a mighty foe. It is. It will crumble belief in front of it. Definitely, yeah. Firm in faith in this something else we've made to be ourselves. I would say we never made it. Yeah, there's a making of it that assumes it's already made, yeah? And then that activity is an act of denial of what we are, yeah? Do you need 400 books? That just explains everything, Don't, don't you feel, yeah? If you could take a moment and take a picture of no time and time, you would see the stark contrast of what's going on in time and what's completely empty in timelessness, yeah? You would see a huge, huge contrast if there was anyone there to see it, yeah? But when you're only in one phase, not knowing what's going on, like it says that caused that reading. Who would doubt that being firm in faith in this 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 point of view called self-centeredness? Why would I have any doubt about its relevance? Yeah, because of its failedness. Yeah? But the assumption is, shit, the faith is in that. Of course, this is me. Yeah. We don't. We and then of course. Volition is written in. You believe that you're doing that. You're not doing anything, yeah? You're really not doing anything. Like we say in AA, you are driven by a hundred forms of fear and shit like that. If you hear the word driven, it implies you're not the driver, doesn't it? Drivers don't get driven by a hundred forms of something. Cars get driven, yes? An action figure gets driven. Yeah. The leap of faith is in in that world of what's not happening. Yeah? Right now, there's an ability to enjoy peace of mind. Who says if it will be there later? This is how the head works. Yeah? So...
2: Hmm.
0: You know, in a way, recovery, we talk about keeping it simple. Now, if the doer was the doer, then it could be kept simple by doing simple things. But the doer is not the doer. There's an act of being identified as something that we're not, that may not be be revealed by doing simple things yes usually something has to happen to the person maybe a trauma or a fucking white light experience or they have to hear it through a functioning of satsang or read it or something yes it usually doesn't come about simply yes it actually does simply but usually the complexity of the identification as self thwarts it, yeah? And nothing fucking gets through, yeah? And now you have living a simple life, but your head is fucking completely flipped out. The simple life didn't do it, yeah? It didn't soothe that beast because it's not in the daily actions. It's living in a fantasy land of what's not happening. Or who is it happening to? Yeah. So. Anyone else, Mike?
1: Uh, no hands. Uh, I'll read two comments about therapists from Christy. I'm a therapist. You serve others and don't worry about it. What? No, 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 no stepping. I'm just. They're just good comments. So. Let me read it again. I am a therapist. You serve others and don't worry about it. And then PK said, his mother was a therapist and says a couple things. Uh, and she said, but who said I was listening? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I'm happy I said it now. <laughs> yeah. And Mary's a
1: therapist too, but she didn't chime in. <laughs> um. Oh, your I think your volume's gone.
0: My volume one. You,
1: you dropped off. Oh no! There
0: we go. Yeah, it's as high as it can be, bro. It's better. Anyone else? No, we're over. Uh, Patrick Kingsland. Oh, Patrick, yes, leader. <laughs> Patrick.
3: Hey, Paul, how are you, brother?
0: Oh, good. Oh, Patrick, my friend from uh, back east. Yeah.
3: Um, Paul, wait, when you're like, when you're selfing or you're, you know, um, like in AA, we, you know, you, ha- you riff on like that seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. What, like, what do you do? Do you just like let it run its course or do you like, do you have like a prayer that you do? Or do you take a breath or like, what, what is your like action when you find yourself like, you're, you're completely aware that you're just like stuck or like in the riffing, in the selfing? Is there something that you
0: do? No, it's the language, but the way it was presented, uh, Paul, when Paul selfing, but there's no, there's never Paul selfing, there's selfing that imply is used to imply a Paul, Yeah? Yeah. So uh I don't have any hype I don't have any road answer. It would have to be in the moment. Yeah. What I'm going to do or not do. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really uh what's become very beneficial because of my slacker nature. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. Which is cool, yes. You're doing something sometimes feeds or it ups the ampage of the light on the show, so to speak, yeah. Yeah.
2: You okay. know yeah. Then,
0: not the ass itself, you know, serenity prayer is an incredible prayer, I feel. Yeah. It gives you a very clear uh very clear uh understanding in like 30 seconds that's pretty damn good yes and if you get the habit of saying it there's something else just not even in the words your own cadence will be assuring yes
2: okay
0: and then taking a breath is always cool usually when people get anxious their breath shortens so it's nice to elongate it yeah and the 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 process of breathing is the only process that's half voluntary so you do seem to have a say in the breath you don't have much say in beating the heart and pumping the blood but in the breath yes yeah so yeah but uh, thank god there isn't paul selfing or paul would probably feel terrible right now there's just selfing yeah (laughs) that implies a paul yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been on a good run lately. Yeah. I haven't I had, haven't had to crack the glass and get out the skillful axe. Yeah. A lot of things just do and undo themselves without much attention. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, there's tons of skillful means, bro. You've been introduced to them. Uh, the best thing is to, is to come into the moment totally disarmed, and then what you need will be available, yeah? I feel. Yeah. That's real reliance on the higher power, as we speak about in recovery. Yes? Reliance on the higher power is I'm going to know what I need to know when I need to know it, Yeah. That's not a leap of faith. When you take that, it proves itself. Yeah? You know? The leap of faith is in believing the head. Yeah. Recovery is not a leap of faith. You come to believe quickly because it works. So, yeah? Yeah. So, you put out fires, uh, but you're assured that those fire starting days are over. So yeah, yeah. It'll be a finite number of fires. There'll be less and less of them. Hmm. Yeah, recovery progresses in time, it progresses, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, I don't take a, I don't have a a book of answers that I look at when I come up against anything yeah just show up have a strong feeling the eye that I'm not is in good hands and and uh yeah yeah you know, so i don't have uh i don't have like people ask me a lot of things about well. What would you say to this person? I don't know until I'm with that person. I have no idea what I'd say. Yeah. I never have any idea what we're going to say here. And I've been seemingly doing stuff like this for 30 years. And I never prepared ever. (laughs) So, yeah. Why would I want to start now? Sometimes you know you won the bet when you put all your money on it, yeah? I put all my money on what I was introduced to in recovery. I did. I truly believed that what I was or what there was a reliance on was a completely failed system. I was so clear about that, yeah? And that I'm not managerial quality. Super clear about that nothing, that doesn't come up for debate every three months. It's just been a fact in my life for 30-something years. Yeah? There you have it. The proof is in the pudding, and in this case, the pudding's called Paul, yeah? But the proof is in the pudding. Yeah? Yeah. You've been introduced to these ideas. Have faith. And then you'll see all the faith you have in those old ideas that don't work, yeah? And maybe by telling the truth, something will move the faith from the failed system and put it into the infinite, yeah? And you will be the better for it, and so will others, yeah?
2: Yeah.
0: All right, bro, I'm going to go to the next character. No other character. Well, we can end if we like to. Oh, there's Linda. Are you back in uh, from Hawaii already? No.
1: No, she hasn't left. Oh, today. That's right. Wait, no, she does. She went yesterday. That's right.
0: Are you in
2: Hawaii, Linda?
0: Can't hear you. Yes, I'm sorry. I was just. I'm on my son's computer in Hawaii on Maui. Oh, um, yeah. so I'm, I'm not used to this setup. Um, yeah, I'm here, um, in the same area where Amelia is. Um, we haven't run into each other yet, but we might. And yeah. I just wanted to say thank you for Saturday. I want you to keep an eye on her and, and report back. I want to know.
2: <laughs> I'll do that. And then I'm
0: going to see Judith and Carrie soon on Monday. So. Oh, good, good. Say hello to him for us. Thank you. Thank you for
2: everything, Paul.
0: Oh, you're welcome, honey. Anyone else, Mike? No other hands. Oh, great. Well, let's uh, say goodnight tonight, eh? Okay. I want to say goodnight to you, Mike. Thank you for all your service. Yeah?
1: welcome.
0: Yeah. You look like a Goomba from New York with the T-shirt there.
1: Actually, yeah, I uh, remembered only 10 minutes before the meeting because I was out. Um, so I didn't get a chance to change. Oh, all right. Well,
0: yeah. We do have a dress code. So, yeah, please. All right. Well, I
1: was actually up your way and it was
0: hot. Yeah, it is. It's hot today. Yes. All right. Let me see, Kerry, Oh, Kerry and Judith, uh, you're going to have a threesome with Linda, a little mm-hmm. trio.
2: Sounds good. Be Can't more. wait.
0: There'll be more coming.
1: Nice. Keep them coming. We're ready.
0: Then this migration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny. All right. It's great to see you guys. Thanks, Judith and Kerry. Thank, Thank you.
2: Thank you so much, Paul.
0: We'll see each other soon. Hopefully we got John Kay. Nice to see you, John. Yes. I'm
2: ready for Paul. Yeah. Always a pleasure, Paul. Huh?
3: I said always a pleasure, Paul. Thank you.
0: Nice to see you. We got Robert, my main man from uh, New Zealand. Nice to see you, Robert.
2: Thank you, Paul. Always
0: a pleasure, Robert. Really, I'm hoping I can meet you someday. Yes. When we come back to Australia, we'll, we'll stop in New Zealand. Hopefully.
2: Yeah, I'll go. I'll go to Melbourne or something. I I got I got family in Melbourne.
0: Come to Melbourne, we'll, you'll meet John W. Down there yeah. and some other characters. Yeah. We got Ashley in Dallas. Nice to see you, Ashley. Yeah. We got Clifford from Chiang Mai. Nice to see you, Clifford. Hey, Paul. How are you? And you, man. I'm being talking? bugged.
3: Huh? I'm <laughs> being bugged.
0: <laughs> Those mozzies, I understand. Yeah, for sure. It's rainy
3: season and they're out in... Um, you know, it, it feels... I was thinking about this yesterday. I, uh, I must have got 20 bites on my legs. And to the head, it feels like there's one mosquito who's got it in for me. It feels like the same mosquito who's got a, a grudge on me.
0: <laughs> it's large and slow now. Yeah. Well, I remember when I used to go around Asia and you when you rented a guest room the first thing you looked at were the screens. Yeah, yeah. They, have, <laughs> they get in and then they just fly over you all night. Yeah. <laughs> we've got to check the screens up. Yeah. Good to see you Clifford. Thanks, man. We got Donna, Donna M over there. Nice to see you Donna. Yes. John W from Melbourne. Melbourne? Yeah. We got Oh, Kenneth from Vancouver. Nice to see you Kenneth. Uh, it's always a pleasure to see Kenneth. I love that chair Kenneth when it the talks were uh Helping you when you look into Buddhism and stuff, I always like that idea. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Actually, I have another question, but I didn't ask because I think it's not within this topic.
0: Uh. Well, shoot for it. Let's see.
4: Oh. Uh, okay. Uh. I remember you said uh, something about Trungpa Rinpoche. What? Uh. You um. You mentioned last in your last Zoom meeting about Trungpa Rinpoche.
0: Oh, Trungpa Rinpoche,
4: yes. Yes, and how, uh, like, uh, he wasn't very uh, kind to his disciples, even though he was quite enlightened or awakened. I
0: know he had a drinking problem or a drinking. Yes, problem.
4: and other issues that uh, that was within the uh, tradition that he had some problem with his disciples. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, is it because uh, uh, was it because the action figure listened to the message, but took it to his advantage?
0: Well, of course that can happen because it's always looking for an advantage. He says it in his, the first page of that book, Cutting Through Spiritual Materialism, but he uses what we call selfing. He used the term ego and he says, be very clear that whatever the ego is brought into contact with, it will try to take advantage of, yes? Yeah. So Yes, so let's say power or reverence is coming at you, yeah, because of the message, well, the the construct that thinks it's the messenger may get somewhat addicted to that energy, yeah? And then power can give, uh, you can get away with murder and spirituality, you know that.
4: That's right, yeah.
0: So um, that's why, you know, we're we're body centric, you know, and it's, we obviously, it's easier to, to see the messenger than the message, yeah. But I feel completely that that which is moving through us isn't of us, yeah, it isn't a thing, yes? And so some people may have an enlightened period, but I don't believe there's anyone enlightened, so to speak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And yeah. some beautiful shit, beautiful stuff can come through any type of vessel it wants, really, yeah? I've heard incredibly wise stuff from a, an active alcoholic on the streets late at night, yeah? He didn't say that. Something said it through him though, yeah? So I don't think that something said it through them. I don't think that's a a phenomena. I think it's it's the norm. Yeah. Okay. There's always something's moving through. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And it could be that uh, something that's going through, but it could be only once or twice. It it doesn't have to be frequently, right? Exactly. Or it could be
0: all day and not look... uh, not be put to uh, use as a cedar for sure, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah.
4: Thanks, it's Paul. Just, I mean, yeah.
0: See, what form could formlessness take? Any form, yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: How could something look yeah. that doesn't look way? It can look any way. Yes. Yeah. So, that's the thing. I had. This was a big thing. I had a big example of that when I was young. When I was young, I read these books by, about Don Juan by Carlos Castaneda, the first few, yeah? There was a set, I think, of seven or eight books. And I was like 15, 14 years old, 13 years old. And, you know, it was about this shaman from Mex, in Mexico, yeah? And they were doing drugs and shit, but the drugs weren't the point. The drugs were good for people who are really out to lunch to whack them into some semblance of being here but it would be more advanced, yeah? And I really got a lot out of those books. And then years people try to attack Carlos Castaneda, the guy who wrote the books, to prove that he was a fake and there was no Don Juan. It didn't matter, yeah? Mm -hmm. I got a lot out of it, yes? Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole point. You make everything what it is to you. What it is, what it is, what, that which is outside isn't making us We're yes so basically if this meeting moves you you've been moved yeah hallelujah if you hear something bad about paul which will never happen obviously and shit like that why would you want to throw out that message because of the failings of the messenger yes it's it's, it's insane to me yeah 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 so yes uh That's what keeps you alert, as Gio was saying, the uncertainty. You're never going to know when you're going to hear something, yes? You may hear it from a bird. You may hear it from an appearance. You may hear it from a speaker. You may hear it from some fucking sound in a babbling brook. You never know, yeah? So, yeah. But I I remember when I was young in AA, I realized I wanted things, yeah? But I had a picture of how they should look. So I missed a lot of deliveries by life because I was, I was thrown off by the mispackaging. It didn't look the way I thought it was gonna look. So I didn't, I didn't sign for the delivery. After a short period of time, I gave up those old ideas and I signed for the delivery, yeah? No matter how it looked, yeah. All right, bro?
4: Thanks, Paul. You're
0: welcome Kenneth, you're welcome. Thank you. Anyone else? JP, my hand. We got uh, Michael C. His his thing is dark and Tommy. He's got the same color screen. We got Sarah and Alex. There they are. Yes, The uh, the, the reigning and future queens of the Hudson Valley. There they are. Yes.
2: Hmm.
0: We got Gio. Geo. Our little Hyang po in uh, Brazil. Nice to see you, Gio. We got D- Dana, but it's a D-E. Dina, right? It's nice to see you, Dina. Thanks for coming tonight. Yep. We got Anu, who I'm always happy to see. Anu, if you have any movement to come to the meeting Saturday, we're going to have it at the house. Oh, yeah. Saturday's meeting at one thirty will be at my house in uh, Novato. I think uh, Mike posted it up on... The website.
2: Yeah, we We... love to come, Paul. Thank you. Hmm? Look forward to seeing you again. Thank you.
0: Cecil, nice to see you, Cecil. Yes, there she is. We got Sanda. Sanda. Yes. We got Patrick, a friend of mine from back east. Patrick, you okay somewhat?
3: Oh, yeah. Hey, Paul, thank you. I love you, man.
0: You're the you. best, bro. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Love you. Let's repeat that. You're the best over and over again. Yes. I like that. We got Zlatko and we got Janine. Nice to see both of them. Uh, yeah, they are. We've got uh, Linda. Linda is our, she's our Globetrotter. She's now in Maui off to Kona on Monday. Uh, not bad. We got Alan. Nice to see you, Alan. We got Mary G. Yes. We got Gary Gary C., my man in the corner. Yes.
2: Good Paul, Thanks for your service.
0: And he zooms. And Johannes also. Yeah. Art. I never liked Art because he's very good at football. So, yeah. Yeah. I hold a grudge. I'm gonna write about it tonight, Art, yeah. Finally. Finally, yeah. (coughs) I've milked that cow long enough. It's curdled. All right, we got Johannes, always, a friend from Germany, yes. We got Roger P, nice to see you, Roger. Yeah, he's got the fan going, which I should have done. Yeah, it's right here, not fanning. (laughs) <laughs> a fan, as a noun, is worthless, but as a verb, it's very refreshing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we got Jacob from Seattle. Jacob, yes, you know you're a lifetime member of Zen Bitchlap. You're under the the incredible umbrella of Zen Bitchlap. Yeah, yeah. And thank you for your great artistic, uh, actually generosity, really. Yeah. Your art is generous, which is nice. Yeah. We got Jim. Jim in the land of boxes again. Thank you,
2: Paul. Paul. um... You know,
0: (laughs) if the head is heavy, that's the beauty of duality. Yeah, Like my old Tai Chi teacher used to tell me, when i call him and I'd been bummed out for a few weeks and he would go, congratulations. (laughs) He says, well, you're gonna feel better soon. And then when I told him I'm feeling great, he said, oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) You're gonna feel bad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right, we got Paul K from Long Island City.
2: Yeah. Hey
5: Paul, thanks so much. I just wanted to say something. I took your recommendation on watching Bloodline. And that's amazing, because what you just alluded to earlier, where the message can go through anybody, some of the characters are definitely into some deep, you know, uh, using and whatnot. But still, that doesn't prevent that clarity, which is amazing that you, you uh, mentioned that tonight. Well,
0: he's, that it's written. I, I watched that with after two knee operations. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's but it's I amazing.
5: Know. I I love you know what you're saying too, to keep coming back. It's almost as if there's this metaphorical beast instead of slaying the beast, we tame the beast, and we we live with this, like you said, traveling lighter. I love to keep coming back to this, and I, I really thank you from new York Rockwell Center man you you know you're it's a great service and and this synchronicity of consciousness, it would seem that all the people in these zoom squares were kind of synced up with you, and we're all kind of you know, uh, on the same thought cloud or whatever it is, but it's it's an amazing place. So thank you for, for holding the space and, and being who you are, man.
0: Well, it's, we're all synced up with it. Yes, that's pretty exactly.
5: good. Yeah, man. Yeah. I love it, man. Thank you, brother. It
0: happen in a Zoom. It's a very fast. Yeah. yeah, your lower part of your body doesn't even have to move for an hour and a half. Just <laughs> 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 see it yeah, it's a trip. Oh, there's
5: I'd love to see you on Raymond Street, right?
0: I I missed that last part, Paul.
5: I said I wish that you, if you, you know, if you had one of the meetings back out in, you know, in, in RVC, Long Beach Road or somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe one but day- well, Hopefully,
5: Well, when you come out east, I'll definitely be looking for you, man. I'll
0: be in, if I come, I'll, it'll be put on the website. It'll be in October. That
5: would be awesome. Thank be you,
0: back, my man. Definitely in New York City and stuff.
5: Yeah. Forget about it.
0: <laughs> Barrington. All right, brother. Good and to see you. Jack T yeah. made an appearance. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: And he
1: actually has his hand up. So he's been waiting patiently. I couldn't hear you, Paul. You're dropping out again. But, but Jack wants to say something.
0: All right, Jack.
3: Paul it's really good to see you live. I was I was actually watching Tuesday's meeting and uh at the end of it you mentioned that uh this meeting. <laughs> so I I jumped on live. But uh it it's uh, it's really good to see you man. Um although all, right now all I can see is Mike, but uh I don't know why that is. <laughs>
0: It's on
3: my phone. Yeah. Um, Fading out. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I was just thinking, I guess it's more of a, not really a question, but but like maybe something you could uh, riff on a little bit. Or maybe it is a question. You, you might have a different conclusion than me. And uh, I was thinking in, in terms of the, uh, I know this isn't the step meeting, but in terms of the uh, spiritual awakening, in uh, in 12 in the twelfth step in AA, which I think is the same as uh, awakening in every tradition, including Buddhism, um, is relief of the bondage of self, the spiritual awakening they're talking about.
0: Yes.
2: Well, okay. that's. what I
0: The attribute is from an already always condition. Yeah. Yeah. One of the attributes of it will be a loss in the obsession with self, a loss of interest in that. But that what what is deemed as a spiritual awakening is a constant activity. It's a spiritual awakening every second, yes? There's no noun to be found in it. So, as Ramana says, it's always realized. So, always realized would be an incessant spiritual awakening, yes? Yep. So, yeah. And, you know, they use other terms, which is, you know, a personality shift or a psychic change basically just the uh the distribution of interest and attention there's a loss of interest in self and then there's a gaining of interest in let's let's call it spirit and then that's sort of like the spiritual awakening so it's like you were asleep as spirit and now that seemingly asleep spirit is awake to the fact that it's always been awake yes so that to me is the spiritual awakening it's spirit awakening out of a dream of of not being awake (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah do you know what i mean so the spiritual we are the spirit taking itself to be paul then there's a spiritual awakening which is always available at all times not for paul and it's not paul that had a spiritual awakening there's just spiritual awakening yeah yeah i hope that didn't help and uh let's move on
3: (laughs) awesome paul didn't help a bit
0: (laughs) what was i up to i was saying goodbye i thought yeah
1: yeah i think you should have Gotten and everybody. And if you didn't, uh, uh, wait one second, cause there's one, uh, one thing people want to know, like Jim, uh, the August schedule. So basically, I guess, when will you be away? Um, August 26th. Tw- August 26th, you're, you're leaving. Okay. Well, otherwise, possible. otherwise the schedule
0: is normal. Huh? Otherwise the schedule is normal. Well, as normal as it can be for us. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I will put down that Tuesday. I'm going to do that Tuesday. Yeah, I'll do that today. And then then whatever new stuff comes up, but yes, we'll continue with it's how it's going. Okay. Yeah. I like it. It's I'm enjoying it. It's cool. I'm happy to see people like art who I haven't seen in a while and Jack and Z, uh, who I see a lot, and Paul K. It's a pleasure. I really like the, uh, that attribute of Zoom. You can zoom into seeing people that you'd like to see, but you have uh, obstacles. Yeah. You just go on Zoom, and there they are. Yes. In miniature version, but, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah. And you missed saying
0: goodbye to one person. Nick is on by phone. Hey, Nick. Oh, Nick, our friend, Nick. Nice to see you, Nick, or not see you. Try to come to the house, Nick, on Saturday. Yeah. All right, Mike, that's it, eh? Yes. I've got a, I'm on a seven day retreat. Amelia and the kids are in Hawaii. Yeah. It's hard. The first day of retreat. Never mind, never mind. See you, Janine. See everybody. See art. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Nice to see you, Alex. Nice to to see the other beauty queen. Yes, there she is, Sarah. Hopefully, we'll see each other sooner or later. Yes. All right, guys. Nice to see Ashley from Dallas. Everybody. Judith, as always. Kerry, Judith is going to be like Jewish. Judith and Kerry are going to be like the Statue of Liberty.
2: Okay. Take all
0: of the worthless people from Zen Bitch lab. Uh, I'm flowing in. All right. Nice to see everyone. Adios.
5: Thanks, Paul. Thanks,
0: bye. Thanks,
2: Paul. Thank you so much.
5: Anu, everybody. Bye. Hey, Jack. Kerry and Edith. Hello. See you hey, <laughs> Don't be quiet, Mike. Oh, thank you. <laughs>